Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of December 27th, 2023. I think I'm the only one in a weird place because I am sitting on my parents' patio at what I'm going to call our Southern Command Center. I am as <laughs> I am as near to the border as, I mean, not as near as you can get because I'm about three miles away at this point. So it's not completely, you know, as far from the border as possible, but I mean, close to the border as possible, but it's pretty close. And yeah, I've been chilling down here with my parents. I got to see the world's largest killer bee the other day. That was fun. A lot of people said it looked like a pig. They dressed up to be a killer bee, which that was hurtful. I'm just saying it's something, a bit of pride for our local area. Because fun fact, South Texas was the first place that killer bees came to the United States back in the 90s. <laughs> and so we built a statue to celebrate it. I, I remember those like sensationalized news reports growing up. Yeah. Killer oh, bees. Yeah. Killer bees, acid <laughs> rain, quicksand. Yes. Quicks, oh, my God. oh, my God. So much quicksand growing up. I mean, that's I, th- I was basically sure that as a child, if I could survive quicksand and killer bees, I was set for life. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've all had some our holiday fun, but now it's time to get back to business. It's been so long since I've seen you guys. I realized <laughs> that I didn't record last time, too. It's been so long since I've talked to you, so I'm just happy to see everyone. Uh, with me tonight, I've got Kamish... Pit Girl, Corn Correspondent Andrew, Arthur on the ones and twos, and we're going to have some special guests come in and out. The first thing I want to do is say thank you to every sicko out there who's given to our charity drive for the Community Crisis Center in Iowa City. As of tonight, we've hit over $15,000, which is three times what we raised last time, which is incredible. In fact, we had just had Um, another... I think we hit... So last time, I think we stopped at around fifty five hundred. So our are you, goal are you gonna like, well are you gonna well actually me on this really? Yes, I want to be you know accurate. Uh, Technically so can, correct is the best kind. Of I mean, correct. you know, I mean that's 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 what we reply to everybody. We want to be technically correct. That's right. Even though we're sickos, we want to be technically correct. So I think we had just surpassed fifty five hundred last year because that was the most offensive yardage that a Kirk Ferentz Iowa team had yes. had produced uh, during his time in Iowa. So it was, it was a little bit over 5,500. Uh, and we're, our goal really is, is the 16,600. Uh, if you really times that by three, uh, that's the points per game for Iowa. There so it kind of worked out magically that way. Uh, we are getting there. Uh, and I, I want to give a shout out to, to, uh, I believe it is is Miss Winter, Mrs. Winter. That is uh, the incredible kind person that is that is leading us. Set up the the link and everything like that. Did the interview with the local news that I still haven't watched because I'm very paranoid on how I came across on that one. You, were, but, uh, oh my god, I saw it. It was great. It was great. It was wonderful. I'm sure. Whatever. Uh, I'll watch it eventually when when I have time because it's been a rough. Holiday. Yeah. But uh, we just sent we sent her uh, a big. Uh, bag of like swag and so that'll get there on like the 30th so we just sent them some swag and she was very appreciative for it and um with some political thing that that had taken place in the state of iowa where they're not funding um you know certain stuff when school is out i don't want to do that this this is going to help tremendously like i don't want to get too in the weeds with that but this food drive is really going to help uh tremendously i mean we're, we're just trying to do something good but now you know, it's it's really has a huge potential for impact um, due to, I guess, some policy changes 
by the uh, the governor of Iowa. So thank you, everybody, to donate. I want to give you an update on the mailing with the the ultra-thick koozies that I've been sending to some of you guys, uh, to you folks, to you ladies, to, you know, uh, the, the thick koozies. I, I just got another batch of, like, 40 rejected because they were thick, too thick, and rejected by the envelope sorter. So I had to send... Uh, more if you see like your koozie arrive with like four different stamps on it uh, of different values that's what has happened i have mailed out i think about 90 of the 160 some odd things we uh, i need to mail out so i'm over halfway there uh so please be patient and uh again thank you so much for the donations it's gonna go through the citrus bowl uh and and we're gonna keep giving out koozies if I run out of koozies, I don't think I will. Uh, we, we'll move on to like some random stickers that you know. I like punts, and I can't. I like big punts, and I cannot lie. Love it. This is right. this has uh, been some more stuff like that. This has been great. Everyone stepped up so much. We've had so much support from the entire community. I can't begin to thank you guys enough for listening and donating and supporting this work we do because it is, like Kamish said, very important work this time of year, especially. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's start with, I think, let's let's start with Beth. Beth today was a friend of Tubby, which is now our, someone suggested, I think I said it was like a, like a cult suggestion, like a, a handshake for a cult. Someone on our timeline suggested it sounded like a way to identify yourself as a swinger in Tulsa, but either way. I thought this was kind of like how at the Disney parks, you 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 are not acting as a character you are a friend with the character yes exactly so so, so, so beth, is beth actually tubby yeah beth tell us about how the deadly bull went and how you are a friend of tubby so it was a tremendous amount of fun to go to the game today um we got in town this morning right around noon and just sort of milled around outside the stadium um they were awesome they let us park so close to the stadium i i when they came in and they gave us the media pass passes um so i checked in and all my pass says is press box access friend of tubby i love it i love it which is the only title i'm ever going to need for the rest of my life um i've reached the pinnacle of my time on earth and i'm just happy that we could all be a part of it together um i think we are all friends of friends of tubby in this terrifying cult that we have made um, yes. <laughs> oh, it was it was a delight. I my favorite part of today was when I was up in the press box, and one of the guys from and a few of the of the guys from Lee wanted to come and talk to me, which was wonderful, and I'm eternally grateful. And there was a guy who kind of looked like Warren Sapp sitting in front of me, who walked in front of me a few times and just kept staring at my hat, and he just walked. <laughs> beautiful mission accomplished yes i was i'm like i'm crying laughing (laughs) people are like does that happen and i'm like i don't know i'm new here sure (laughs) it was fantastic and i got to sing country roads with with you know 30 40,000 of my new favorite friends and tubby um so the the thing with tubby is tubby is not tubby never left the field tubby was on field for the entire game oh man and the friend of and the friend of tubby pass is the one and only press badge that does not allow you to go onto the field 
So oh, no. while you are yes, so while you are a friend of Tubby, you may not access Tubby at any point. I was trying to work with Lucy Roden to see if I could get access to Tubby, but, but I was unable to do so. So I I had to be friends from afar. So it's more like pen pal of Tubby. I like that. <laughs> acquaintance Twitter. of Tubby. Yes, Twitter mutual of Tubby. It's very much like so Weird Al Yankovic had a had a campaign an advertising campaign that he did in the late 90s and early 2000s where he sold hat he sold hats by the thousands that said close personal friend of Al. It was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But yes, it was wonderful and I will be friends with Tubby forever. The Mayo Bowl is tremendous fun. They are like they are the bowl game that gets it the most. They they played games yeah. the whole time with, you know, like eating competitions and people having to make the horrifying mayo drinks. I was too scared to try the soft serve, which was unlimited in the press box. I wouldn't I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, it, it seems super <laughs> dangerous. And while I did bring two EpiPens, I really didn't want to go to the hospital tonight. But, you know, everyone was super cool. It was wonderful. We got to see a really fun game. Um, North Carolina faded down the stretch, but it was fighty and there and it was fun and there were lots of big plays. And obviously, as a West Virginia fan, I'm thrilled. Um, what was really funny was when I talked to the representative from the Mayo Bowl who came up to talk to me. One of the first things he assured me of, he's like, "Oh, we will be playing Sweet Caroline tonight. It will happen. <laughs> Don't worry." He's like. Um, and he said some things that I thought were really cool. One of the things he said to me is that, like, he he referred to it as our sport, which kind of, like, that I, kind of touched my heart a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he's like, the danger with our sport is that it could turn into a two-team sport. And they view themselves as, at the Mayo Bowl as very much, like, some of the protectors away from that happening. By keeping minor bowl games relevant and interesting and fun and silly, we continue to allow this sport to be much more than just who made the playoff who didn't make the playoff and i thought they did a really beautiful fun job of that they poked fun at everything including themselves all night and it was it was a tremendously good time if you are in the charlotte area during the duke's mayo bowl you absolutely should go this game was a banger it was really fun love it beth i'm so glad you got to go i will let you get back to your fun where you are at enjoy it Sing country Thanks, roads I'm going to go back across the street and yell. Sounds <laughs> good. Thank you, Beth. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you, Beth. Bye. So we got Beth at the Mayo Bowl. And then also we have Katie on here. Katie, you're going to the uh, Pop-Tarts and Citrus Bowl, I believe. And, Correct. And, I am. and you would like to talk about some tasting menus you had today. Yes. Um. So the Pop-Tart bowl and the citrus bowl had a tasting event today for special menu items that will be available for purchase in the stadium uh tomorrow and on monday i didn't ask if all the cheese it items will be available tomorrow because tomorrow's the pop tarts bowl right or if, like only the pop tart bowl which i'm very curious about because there was a bloody mary made with like cheese it rimmed crust Ooh. and i was very interested in this and they didn't have it today so i will have it either tomorrow or on monday uh, but yes it was really, really fun, guys. Um, they had cheese it nachos that had mac and cheese on top. They, my favorite thing was a cheese it chili cheese dog that had crumbled up cheese it's on top of it. I will be buying one of those for sure nice. at the stadium. Yeah, you sending yeah. that menu listing. Oh my god, it looks so good. 
It's so good. It was honestly really good. Uh, the Pop-Tarts had a banana pudding with cinnamon roll Pop-Tarts in it, which was also heavenly. It was the little like Pop-Tart bites. The oh, little the little ones. minis. Yeah, I've seen those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there was also an ice cream sundae type situation that had like strawberry and strawberry Pop-Tarts in it. Um, also heavenly. Yeah, I was actually really impressed. It was really, really good. I, and the most... Oh, go ahead. I, I was expecting, like, we, when you first mentioned the menu, I didn't look at it. And I was expecting, like, weird avant-garde Pop-Tart amuse-bouche or canapes. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yes. We've had, we've put mousse, we've put a little potato mousse and caviar on top of this brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart bite. I would have enjoyed that, too, right? actually. <laughs> this this was, this was funny. Yes! So, so... T- like as the commission, I, I was, I was like, we we have committee members all over the country, and so I was like, okay, Katie's in Orlando. She said she's gonna go to the Pop Tarts Bowl, and and the Cheez It Bowl anyway. So I was like, let me just take a shot and request some credentials for Katie and her friend Melanie, uh, since they both were gonna go. And I was like, uh, I mean, the worst they can do is say no. So I was like, right. okay, whatever. Uh, the worst they can do is, is say no. And and doing this is is, is just strange. Uh, the, you get an email back from like the head of the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this person was named <laughs> Sam. I'm not going to give away last name. But Sam replies back to me to the, the committee's, you know, Gmail account and, and goes, so uh, what, what are you planning on doing at the bowl? <laughs> like all ominous <laughs> and i'm like uh well um you know two of our committee members live in the orlando area they were already going to be at the bowl game really uh they don't necessarily need press box access i just see if there's any way we can get them on the field after the game to get close to the trophy and then the person uh sam replied back was like yeah we definitely can do that would they be interested in going to like a tasting menu and i'm like uh this is like really right up katie's alley uh and i was like yes yes please so we had to coordinate the the email addresses and and i had to upload like actual photos of katie and melanie so i had them saved on my computer like their linkedin (laughs) photos to like get them on credentials for this game because this is kind of like okay this is not your one year fly by night sponsor for like a bowl game. This is like a bowl game that has been around for you're looking at about 20, 30 years. Maybe some sponsors have changed, but like it's like a, a pillar of bowl season. Yeah. So I'm I'm terrified doing stuff like this. And I, I got them in to go to this tasting and that's so um, it, it was it was incredible that we got access to something like this. So I feel like what what the the mail bowl with Beth was saying earlier is we're I kind of like what they said like we are the the pillars that are upholding bowl season uh to to not let this just playoff talk just go out of control and which it's going to get even bigger because the playoff is going to get bigger next year and so we as a committee we must fight against the playoff dominating the talk we must uh, that- that all being said, the first time yes. we get a chance to go to the Rose Bowl's media, I'm going to like lose my mind. Just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so we're clear. When the Rose Bowl do, lets do us you in. Think, you, think yeah. the, you think the Rose Bowl is going to let us do that? I don't think they ever One will. One day. Now watch. Okay. They, they're going to reach out to us. They'll invite <laughs> us there. <laughs> they're going to put funny. us on a float in the parade. 
<laughs> See, I'm just envisioning like the entire Rose Bowl committee getting the like credential application from us and having about the same reaction as that one guy in the press box, Duke Ma- Duke's Mayo Bowl yeah. thing. <laughs> just, or they're just going to say, hmm, I'm, I'm, on terrified. Site. <laughs> I'm terrified. You guys, on my credential, I sent Kamish my actual like professional headshot, but yeah. I also sent him this one and I was like, do you want to use this? <laughs> <laughs> the, the like, absolutely I, not. I was like, no, we, we kind of got to be serious here in this part. But the rest of the time oh, you're there, so let's, let's, so good. <laughs> let's just do that. Um, I did get to see the trophy today, and it was so good. It was so good. That, like, I kind of almost squealed when I saw it. Were you able to determine, you see the are date? there heating elements in the toaster there's, slots? There's no? not, sadly. There's not, which is very sad. Still a good Pop-Tart holder. Oh, yeah. It is. I agree. I agree. Uh, did you see the Dave Doran quote today? Yes. Let me find it. Uh, that man, Dave that Dor- man and I are kindred spirits. Oh hell yeah! You guys, uh, me, do I need to like let me find the exact quote and offer him a shot? I mean, yes. This might. I mean, the pop tart tool is supposed to be bringing him a uh, shot anyway. Pop tarts you know. has probably got some fine whiskey in it's in the good. stadium, you know, for true. Dave. But he's got to win first. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward That's to. True. I'm looking forward to a. Where are my pop tart cocktails? Where am I? Can you, you ferment pop tarts? You, <laughs> you can ferment anything, I, I guess. Mean, I mean, they have a lot of sugar ask, in ask them. The, so, so you could make rum with the them. Swedes, they they have that much sugar, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, some, you could make you could make you could make jail wine. wine. <laughs> yeah, I said jail wine. Yeah, Pruno. This, this is called so, so a very dark pooch. place. The pop tart bowl is going to be like you're never coming back. <laughs> we talked about toilet wine with the, along with our name. Um, also, I do want to be very clear that I'm dressing as a pop tart tomorrow because I why not? This is this is two to commission's so point. This this game and Monday's game is giving me joy in the off season because yeah, the Florida State. I I don't even know if I can watch that game, but yes, this is giving well, especially me a especially lot of now joy, that you're especially now that Florida State's losing. I mean, I don't know who's even playing for Florida State at this point because I yeah, like it just happens. It, yeah. it happens might be you. Yeah, I think Katie's going to be playing. It Katie might be, be playing. I had to explain to my mother about the transfer portal and why they're going now because there's like a window for it. And so so that she was less angry at all of our players and she understands now. But like, oh, I don't want to have these conversations anymore. So yes, this is why I'm going to the Pop-Tart Bowl dressed as a Pop-Tart. I never, I never thought about I that. I will be <laughs> on the field dressed as a Pop-Tart with our credentials on. Just Hopefully they players. don't confuse you for the edible mascot. Mm. I'm really... <laughs> Really excited about that. I will send so many pictures. Don't worry. Do it. Don't the, worry. the rumor is that it's going to be Don't a frost, a frosted strawberry pop tart. Well, I mean, I saw that frosted strawberry. But that's a yeah. rumor. But you would think that is a rumor. It's weird if we got inside reporting of the flavor of the pop tart, which I mean, I feel like they're playing uh, it safe. Here's there. that is here's one the, of the most popular. Quote, I agree. I agree. Uh, here's the Dave Doran quote. Uh, they asked him, what do you think of the trophy? Dave Doran says, beautiful man. This is NC State head coach Dave Doran. Beautiful man. Look forward to seeing that thing at the end of the game. It's really nice. I'm still wondering where the shot of bourbon on that thing goes, though. Question. It's nine in the morning. So Dave Doran's response. Can't drink all day if you don't start drinking in the morning, right? I say that every time I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Fair point, Dave. Fair point. It's It's funny to me how fixated he is on this shot of bourbon. Like, it was one thing yeah. when he brought it up as like kind of an off the cuff remark, like a week ago. Like he's still on this. He's committed yeah. to the bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Katie, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Enjoy your bowls, and we will see you. We'll get an update from Sounds you. Sounds good. Bye, guys. All right, nice. I'll be sending lots of updates. Send a lot, uh, uh, a lot of photos. That's update. Uh, enjoy the pop tarts and and cheese it fun. I will. So let's since we get since I introduced you guys, we didn't give you a chance to say anything about how your holidays have been going. Pick girl, how's your holidays? Uh, they are good. I also have updates from the military bowl if you would like. Oh yes, we let's do that right now. Let sure, everybody else know how they are. Yes. Um. So yeah, fuck it, fuck it, go military I, I was, bowl. Yeah, um, I was on the ground at the Military Bowl today. It was moist, as is tradition at the Military Bowl. Um, but Are it was a good time. Hmm? Are you dry yet, or are you still damp? Um, my hair is still damp, but only because I was damp and cold, and so immediately got home and was like, I would rather be damp and warm. And took shower. Hot shower, yep. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so yes, um, it was, it was quite damp at the military bowl, but it is pretty much every year. Very enjoyable. Lots of fumbles. I have not had a chance to go back and look at the box score, but so many fumbles, all of the fumbles. Tulane opened the game with a scoop and score. It was delightful. Uh, there was, uh, there was bowling at, at the military, at the go bowling military bowl, both the bowling pin car out at the official tailgate area thing which was very cool to see, but also they set it up in the, in the end zone sometime in the first half of the game where they like had somebody come out on the field and bowl and he bowled a strike and he won like a thousand dollars or something. So that was pretty cool. Ooh, fun. I did notice by the way, that that bowling pin car, that was so wonderful that, mm-hmm. that got you a lot of our fans noticed. It looked like another famous car as well. <laughs> it looked like the car from the classic cartoon, Saturday Night Live cartoon, ambiguously gay a- duo. Ace and Gary were it looked- there? Yeah, yeah, because it looked like a giant. It looked like a giant dick. I was not watching SNL back then. Neither was so I. I did not. I did not get that reference. Here, let me. Let me. The I'll post from the gay duo. Uh, do you know who did the voices of those guys? Uh, Stephen that Colbert was... and Steve Carell, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. In the in their in their previous life, yes. Yes. Let me find the car. I, uh, but, I gotta yeah, assume. Bro- I gotta assume that the car was just left over from. Uh, Watkins Glen, like they just took that, put, packed it up, brought it out. Like, well, we got another place we can put this out. Yeah, I, I wonder does it does it actually run or is it like just completely for show and you just have to like, you know, push it. Somebody replied in our mentions with a picture of people driving it, so I assume so. It was it was very much not running while I was there, um, but it was also it has no top and it was. At that point in time, it was just sort of drizzling, which was fine. I would have been happy with that level of rain all day. But in the second half, the, the sky really opened up and I had to take my emergency poncho out and put it over top of my like normal rain jacket, which was fun. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I assume it runs. I, I should have asked the folks manning the booth with the pin car, but I did not. So that's on me. I have failed at journalism. Um, <laughs> to, to I am also we do is journalism is is a big stretch, but yes, sure. Jur- journalism, journalism heavy air yes. quotes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also got to meet CFB campus tour, and then everybody got to see him on ESPN with an obstructed view because of the rain, which is exactly right. Living He's up delightful. to the brand. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, yeah, that was his eighty eighth game, I believe, this year. I thought it was eighty four. Something 84. like that. It was He's a lot. Going, I think he's going for ninety this year. That's what they said on TV. Uh, he's yeah. going for 90. 
I, I really love that it was so rainy when they took the picture of him that his picture on TV wasn't an obstructed view. Because uh-huh. <laughs> he's known, which not everybody in the podcast knows this, but he goes to every stadium and he tries to find an obstructed view in every stadium. So the him being obstructed when they took a video of him just by rain, it's just very fitting. And I got his um, his obstructed view calendar. It's like 12 of his favorite photos of obstructed views in different stadiums. And mm-hmm. I, I looked in the P.O. box and I was like, oh, besides the return envelopes for the thickness, <laughs> uh, there was an obstructed view calendar. And so I was like, oh, amazing. It's like, you need to pay 40 more cents. And and I got the obstructed view calendar. There we go. I can't wait. I can't wait until you can do the page a day of a obstructed views. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yep. How is the mudsliding? I saw a lot of Virginia Tech fans take to the mud hill. Yes. Uh, I did not personally partake, but it looked fun. Unfortunately, the interior of my car is partially white. And also <laughs> I had a relatively long drive home. Oh, and I was not interested in personally being muddy. Uh, that is also in part why VT fans rushed the field at the end of the game, which was unexpected, but a sure. pleasant surprise. Yeah, why not? And I thought about it. And then I was like, I am not speedy enough to get away from security. And the security person at the bottom of my section was like, don't even think about it. <laughs> like, um, I'm, not, I'm not speedy enough to get away unless it was in a herd and my section was not really hurting to do it. So I observed my, <clears throat> I observed my very first field rushing instead. Um, but yeah, it, it looked fun and it was very much like it was going on before the game even started. Like I was in my seat probably half an hour before kick and people were doing it. There were people cheering and I, I couldn't initially I couldn't figure out why, like what was going on because I was you know on Twitter looking around doing stuff. Intermittently people would cheer. I couldn't figure out why. And then I started seeing people going downhill. And then it started raining even harder and people are like building up speed going down the hill. So it was incredible. It was, it was great TV viewing. I'll say that. Oh, I bet. I have to go back and watch cliffs. (laughs) I kind of wish they would have just had a hard cam on that. Like when they do the multiple broadcasts on one, on one um, feed, just have, just have the slide on one side. Mm. Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Hold on. I I have to interrupt this. this, You have to read this. Please read this. I have to read this word for word. Okay. So we know West Virginia won the mail bowl uh, th- this evening, and, and Beth is, is celebrating this. She just got this Facebook post, uh, and we got to read this word for word. This is just hot off the, the <laughs> Facebook presses. Uh, it is the it is from the Episcopal Diocese of West Virginia, uh, and this is what they said on their Facebook. It has come to our attention that during tonight's Duke's mail bowl, in which West Virginia competed and won, Sports commentators were seen putting Duke's mail on pepperoni rolls. Let it be known that putting mail on pepperoni rolls is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. Those who perpetrate this heinous act have committed a mortal sin, which can only be forgiven by special dispensation from the clergy of West Virginia. Clergy are permitted to withhold absolution until proper contrition is made either by burning a couch or making a pilgrimage to the Mothman statue. <laughs> this only applies to those who have put mayo on pepperoni rolls. The use of Miracle Whip is unforgivable. <laughs> right, I get, I we got, can, we can... sorry, I, I, real fast. I got a message from Kamish during the game that just said, it's you tweeting about about 
tweeting out about mayo farts during the game, isn't it, Jordan? Yes, yes, it was yeah, me. You're tweeting about how how bad the farts will be in the booth. Because yeah, it was going to be mayo. awful because they were uh, whatever, man. We don't have to bring that up. You already tweeted the weird ice cream lady. I got to tweet my gift, my favorite gift. Oh, the weird ice cream hey, lady eating her. I own love head. the replies that Kamish was right too. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. is right, Vind- but I respect using it once a year. Once a year, baby. I, I mean, the the thing I think of that is disturbing with the mail bull is the there's a the video that out I've seen out there of someone setting the world record, like a, a competitive eater setting the mayo eating world record. Oh God, no, 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 thank you. You can just go on YouTube. It's there. Uh, her name, I believe, is Michelle Lesko. If you're looking for that, yeah, I did. Ah. Five pounds. Only do this I will be your looking for the opposite of that. Thank you. Five oh, pounds of mayo in three minutes, I believe. Yeah. Great. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, yeah. So anything else about the military bowl besides it was awesome? I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Thank you to the military bowl for the seat. Uh, they were not able to credential us, but they did give us a free seat. So thank you very much for the mil- to the military bowl for including us. I had a great time and maybe I'll be back next year. We'll see. There we go. So let's go back in time a little bit. And we're going to go back in time to December 21st because we had the Boca Raton Bowl, South Florida 45, Syracuse 0. And my favorite part of this game was watching the Ohio State transfer quarterback. Remind me his name. I can't remember it. McCord. Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord. Yes. Yes. Kyle McCord. Yes. Sit, sitting on the side, sitting on the sideline with his new team, watching them get blown out 45-0. And I just want to know what was going through his head at that moment. <laughs> the it, it might have been the the Joe Bluth, oh, I've made a huge mistake. But again, this is all old. I stuff. think it's this the, is I this is our boy them. Nunzio company. There we go. That's what many what many women have said about me. I can fix them. Same thing. This was our boy Nunzio Campanile. Nunzio was his this was his one of his another interim gigs because he's everyone's interim coach in the Northeast. And yeah, did not go well for Syracuse. 45-0. South Florida looked like an absolute beast machine that night. And I was a, it was a, it was not a quote unquote fun game, but it was an enjoyable game, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Anyone else on the Boca Raton Bowl? The Boca Raton Bowl, uh, I remember the, the coach, uh, Alex Goles, uh, for South Florida. After the game, he said, uh, y'all won that game uh, pretty handily. He's like, yeah, we uh, we really whipped their ass. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, Syracuse was one of the weirdest things of the last month. They just decided, like, hey, we're going to run Wildcat, and we're going to let tight end Dan Valari be our like quarterback throwing like bubble screens for like the last month of the season. And I, I don't know, whatever Syracuse, you got a new coach. I I feel like this doesn't really hurt Syracuse because everything is changing. They went six and six. That's fine. But like, this is huge for South Florida. It doesn't, it's weird. Like these bowl games is like, this is huge for this program. And then the other, the other side is like, Hey, they got an interim coach. They're six and six. Uh, they got a new uh, quarterback coming. They got all this new stuff coming. Uh, this bowl game doesn't really matter much. It, it that's what it felt like. But yeah, I mean that would that would probably explain 
the result on the field. I, you kind of think we're being so, honest right? here. Yeah. I mean, also the other thing I'd say is that the wildcat uh, might be less effective when you have a month to prepare for it. Um, I I watched some of this game and I actually turned the game off. You know, I I, I know here we want to like watch everything, but like I actually turned this one off at some point because it was just so uncompetitive and like I it got to the point where I felt bad watching it. <laughs> like, okay, this is. Like we we know what's happening here, you know, man. You know, there's all sorts of things happening, and you know, Syracuse is a program in transition, and a program in transition is really not set up to play a bowl game, and they're doing it anyway. And ultimately, I don't know if that's really a a, a good thing or not. But um, uh, sp- I by the way, you speaking know, of speaking of uh, speaking of programs in transition, by the way, uh, Oklahoma State twenty four, Texas A and M six. As we're recording, yeah. So speaking Doesn't of programs, Texas A and M have like fifty available players or something insane like that right now. Yeah, and only three scholarship wide receivers, and one of them got hurt, I believe, tonight. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I will and say the quarterback got hurt on the first play. I will say that Nunzio is being retained by the new staff. Nunzio will still be at Syracuse as QB's coach. So okay. Be- Bella, Bella, Italian hands, Bella, the Italian molto bene. Yes. On to on to Friday the twenty second, the Gasparia Bowl, Georgia Tech Gasparia. versus UCF. This was a weird one because it was on so damn early. Uh, this was Georgia Tech wins this one thirty to seventeen over UCF. A big win for a Georgia Tech squad that sort of needed the seven win season again. This battle of the sixes and sixes, which are always pretty much fun bowl games, and Those this one fun. this one was like basically a banger. UCF unfortunately decided to just turn themselves off this, at the half. This was. This was classic. This is classic Gus Bus. Yeah. Like the first two drives, touchdown, touchdown. It's 14 nothing UCF. I was like, oh, okay, hold on. They're going to slow down at some point. Georgia Tech figured them out. They only allowed a field goal in the second uh, quarter. And then Georgia Tech just basically dominated the, the rest of the game. Uh, they, they scored 17 points in the second quarter. And then they, they got 13 in the second half. UCF was just basically, they, they spent their allotment of points. And their offensive scheme, it just seemed like like Gus had a great plan, but then like once Georgia Tech figured it out, Gus did not have a plan B. Which uh-huh. that's the Gus. I remember experience. some that's, Auburn fans. That, that, I remember some Auburn fans mentioning something like that. So uh, I see Pit Girl <laughs> shaking her head. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But good, good for Georgia Tech. This again, this is like one of these is like Georgia Tech. They they finally went to a bowls first time since Paul Johnson, and and then they win the game. They're seven and six, and it's just like huge momentum. Shout out to Brent Key mentioning that it was Powerade dumped on him to suck up to the Coca Cola money because you gotta you got that Coca Cola money in Atlanta. He knows who some, pays his checks. Uh-huh. That's right. You need you need some Coca Cola money for NIL, uh, mm-hmm. and and you know give him some Coca Cola money for that Powerade. And all that stuff. Uh, definitely, shout out. I, I do like. I, I've I've gotten over the the Brent Key, uh, you know, fidgeting with his headset thing. Yeah, it still bugs me a lot though. But like he he like talks in it and then he like puts it up and then he puts it back down and then back up and down. I'm like, just leave it down, God's sake. But no, it's I, I've 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 kind of calmed a little bit on it. Like I'm like, okay, fine. This is what you want to do. It. You, you you feel like you're on a walkie-talkie. Whatever, Coach Brinke, do your thing. Let's let's give it up to the corn correspondent who is also a Georgia Tech fan. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really have much to add that wasn't already said, but yeah, great, great win. First, first bowl win since I think 2018. Something like that. Um, yeah. So that, or I think first bowl appearance since 2018. I don't know if they won back then, but yeah. So I am a fan of teams that like to go on droughts since Nebraska is my other team and they haven't had a bowl appearance since 2016, but yeah. It's good to see that um, it's coming back. Um, I like the momentum going into the off season. I, w- I was a little nervous at first. I was over at a friend's house watching this game and going down fourteen nothing in the first quarter. I was just, I was just like, oh man, is this is this how the game's going to go? But then they woke up and it became very a very exciting time for me. I did during this game go through the yearbook of a hundred years ago of Georgia Tech. And found a couple of nice things. The first one I wanted to mention is that under the biography of Charles Green Fleetwood, the center, quote, red is redheaded. Perhaps this accounts for his favorite expression on the field, which is smoke them out. Sure. And the other one was Ernest Gordon, who apparently, quote from the yearbook again, he calls himself an Atlanta man, but he really comes from East Point. Apparently people were bitching about what actually constitutes Atlanta back then as well. Imagine that. Uh, the the other dude nicknamed Red on the team, they had two Reds, by the way. Uh, Albert Davis, the quarterback, quote, he is redheaded and therefore good-natured and always on hand with that old grin. Is that a stereotype that redheads are good-natured? I don't know. I love I love when you said er- Ernest. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, because I'm old, I just went like, Ernest goes to Georgia Tech. Yep. Uh, the last one I want to mention is that same year in 23... Uh, I want to talk about Vern Lindquist. I, okay. I want to I want to mention the game Alabama Zero Tech Zero. I'm going to read the the caption from this game, and y'all can just tell me how you feel about this. Uh, this is from the yearbook again. It was played on a muddy field and in drizzling rain. Tech was tied by Alabama in a zero to zero game. Tech completely outclassed Alabama, however, making 22 first downs to Alabama's none. Still, we were not able to score. On the fourth down, a confused signal cost Tech the game, for she had the ball on Alabama's one-yard line, and a fumble lost our chance. Alabama carried the ball for a total of seven yards, averaging one yard per play, while the Tornado, which is what Tech was called back then, backs carried the ball for an average of seven yards per play. And that's how 0-0 went. That was... I'm going to deep dive that one a little more later on, because I got to figure out how that game actually worked out. On to Saturday, the 23rd. First up, we had the two dueling Alabama Bowls in a three Alabama Bowl game day. It's I don't know why they felt the need to put every Alabama Bowl game on the same damn day, but we had games in Birmingham, Montgomery, and Mobile the same day. The first two at the same time were the Birmingham Bowl of Duke and Troy. Duke won 17-10. And the Camellia Bowl which Northern Illinois won 21-19 over Arkansas State. I do want to talk about that second one first because that was a wild-ass game. I was listening to this one and on the radio. And a shit win. And a shit win. Northern Illinois gets 21 points and then just decides to stop. We also get one of my favorite pictures of bowl season, which is Butch Jones losing his goddamn mind at the ref. Because the re- actually the ref probably cost him the game. But it but it's a bowl game, Butch. We gotta just dial this back. Oh no. Not- this was like they called the offsides. They called the offsides on the onside kick. 
that Arkansas State recovered. So it was 21-19, and this has probably been one of the closest bowl games that we've had um, because a lot of these bowl games have just like been just completely out of hand. Yeah. Well, uh, Arkansas State had a chance to tie. Yeah, they yeah. Sc- were down eight. They scored the touchdown. They went for two and then get it, which is why they had to onside in the first place. They get the they get the onside kick and then there's a flag immediately, and then it's like offsides. And you know, I I get my my soccer humor. I was like, consult VAR. Let's go. Let's do this thing. VAR. Let's draw the offsides lines. Do the do the little box and let's go. Let's do this thing. I didn't see like a definitive angle of yes or no on offsides. And people, Butch Jones. You know, I, again, I, I'm probably a little bit of an Arkansas State hater. I, I'm biased because they've beat a, beaten us 14 years in a row. But I, I, it kind of looked like the one that was closest to it was offsides. The only thing is, like, like if he was offsides, that's the player for the the other team bobbled it. Like, the offsides didn't affect it at all. Like, the Northern Illinois player had it in his chest, and he bobbled it. And so, like the offsides yeah. doesn't matter. He was and then also that's offsides by that's like a toenail. Yeah, yeah. And the thing more about to me, and also I think it's worth noting that obnoxiously pit boyfriend was watching this game with me for whatever reason. He occasionally does this, and was like, I I had walked out of the room because I was also wrapping presents and doing whatever else while this game was on. I walk out, I come back, and he's like, "You just missed some bullshit." <laughs> like so. Well, I mean, honestly, if I think if if the player had just lined up there, then maybe he would have gotten away with it. But he was like running forward. So it wasn't I don't know, like like even though he, even if he had been slightly off sides, like he's he was going that way anyway. And he'd gotten kind of a running start. And mm. so like that's to me, that's not really an area where it's where you're going to get as much benefit of the doubt as if you just lined up and you were right on the line. And, you know, at the end of the day, Arkansas State technically still could have gotten the ball back um, because they had all their timeouts. Uh, But then Butch Jones burned a timeout like immediately, didn't wait for them to run a play. Um, I think he just burned the timeout so that he could like spend more time yelling at the refs. And and so that was what, you know, all like put it completely out of reach was then they only had two timeouts and they couldn't. They, they, which they couldn't stop the clock again, and, and uh, uh, Northern Illinois was able to just run it out. The other game that was like a ton of fun at the same time was the Birmingham Bowl, which Duke won 17-10 over Troy. Uh, this game was Jeez. a banger almost all the way through. I was listening to this one while I was driving. Uh, this was like just a, a morass, basically. It was... It, like, it was 14-0 going to the because of Because of the Birmingham Bowl and the booty Because of the... I wow. asked. I asked for a shot of the. Bo- I asked for a shot of the booty che- booty cheeks from the bowl, the bowl, and they were like, <laughs> "There are children on this website, sir. There are children on this website, sir. They should not be on any children on this website at all." I think that I. It, it is. It is the best bowl. Tro- one of the best bowl trophies because it does have cheeks. More things need cheeks. That's just true. And, uh, but yeah, this was this was like, Duke, got ahead. Let Troy come back, but then put the game away, not comfortably, but what Duke was going to be able to do without a lot of their team. And it was just a fun game. I enjoyed this one. There was, it was, 
like these two Alabama bowls were, were great. The the one that you said like I have you you were like dismissed. You know, Northern Illinois you're right. and Arkansas you're right. State I did. was the most compelling one because they're both random number generators and. And like it, Northern Illinois won a game without scoring anything in the second half, and they were both six and six. They're I mean, six that's six a fun one. Perfect. I mean, I'm. The, it's true. I'm always wrong. We've covered this because every time I think something's yeah. going to be ass, it's great. When this is great, it's ass. So I'm always wrong. It's wonderful. You keep mentioning ass while we're talking about the Birmingham Bowl. I know. Man, I love this. Uh, it's is this intentional or unintentional? It doesn't matter. We're we're we're, we're distracted. So, uh, but yes, like. I love the fact that there was a, a thick six in this game mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and Troy got it and he had to duck the shoulder in for the contact uh, just to get that there. Like, I mean, he could have just he walked in he and celebrated. He could have gone in untouched. He could have gone untouched. Untouched. But he turned. No, he was he like, no, let me, in. let me slow down. Let me slow down and, and just blast this cornerback with my shoulder really quickly, <laughs> which is great. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a blast. It was a great game. Um, I mean, Duke interim coach Manny Diaz in the suites, watching the Blue Devils, and then Troy had an interim coach, uh, Coach jo- John Summerall was treated tweeted uh, "Go Trojans." So I mean, it felt like it was a weird game. It was fun. They were enjoyable TV. It, it was just good fun. Just good yep. fun to watch. It was good relaxing. It's Saturday. Uh, just good football on and and close games. What what more can you ask for, really? As we got into the afternoon, we had another pair at 2.30. The first one was the Armed Forces Bowl. This was Air Force versus James Madison. James Madison's first bowl game in school history in their first year. And then the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which was Georgia State and Utah State. Uh, we'll go in the order. They, we'll go in this order, I guess. Air Force wins it 31-21 over James Madison. This was a very close game throughout. Air Force looked better, way better. But James Madison was also playing down their coaching staff almost entirely and a bunch of players and whatever, whatever. Congrats to James Madison for getting to a bowl game. This was going to be gravy no matter what. Salud. Yeah. Um, Air Force was ready. And I mean, honestly, if James Madison wasn't fully in this game, which they weren't for good reason, because their coach was not there anymore. The triple option is going to get you like, it, you're not going to survive that. Like you have to, to play 60 minutes locked in on that and once air force started ripping off like fullback traps up the middle for like 54 yards oh it was done it was kind i of saw like, that i was like oh it god was kind of mm-hmm. like, it was like uh, james madison i'm like uh yeah once that's happening in the first half you're just kind of just like uh, i don't think james madison has the fortitude for this um apparently there are a lot of james madison haters because our replies were just like really talking trash about james madison a lot there was a lot of like we're tweeting that air forces and i don't know if james madison lobbying hard to get into a bowl game but then still getting one after the fact because they were trying to sue the ncaa and just raising a bunch of stink and then they lost to app state after they got game day kind of rubbed some of the people the wrong way maybe i don't know but there was a lot of i I was noticing a lot of hate uh in the replies and and the quote tweets of people laughing at james madison i was like hey they just wanted to go to a bowl game you kind of can't control the the political people because they're gonna grandstand and 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 do 
stupid shit at yeah. all times. <laughs> but I mean, I'm glad uh, James Madison, th- their quarterback that played, he was in the portal, but he still played for James Madison. It was it was a very weird scenario. I'm glad uh, Air Force got back on track, and I feel like the Air Force like just owns the Armed Forces Bowl. Like this is their bowl. I don't even know how many times they won this bowl game. This is their second. This is their second like year. What, yeah. it's two two in a row, right? Last year. Yeah, two in a row. Crazy. I mean, it's got it's got the right name. You know, know. it's uh, and we, we found out it's that them and, Yeah, yeah. Well, it's them and Army that end up in this game. All that they're uh, available. Seriously. I think they just they're like, yep, mm-hmm. give us the service academy. Yeah, um, yeah they I know. go there in the same way that Navy goes to military bowl when they're available. Pretty much, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean, my question is like, who are who are James Madison's rivals now? Because like they're new to the Sun Belt, right? Like I know there were some old rivals. Abs- it's App State. CAA. It's App State. I was gonna say. I was gonna say App. 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 Okay, App, that makes App, sense. App, uh, we got a lot of App followers, so that that probably makes sense. There's a lot of Sun Belt followers. Uh, the Sun Belt East, they probably uh, don't like them much. Troy fans probably don't like them much either with all that taunting they did in that, that one game earlier too. So uh, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like, I feel like there's not too much of a history there because there's like well, a lot of those teams Marshall. are like, yeah, no, but like um, they haven't been like in the same conference for a while. Old Dominion. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I could see that one. Cause they're, they're now in the same conference, mm-hmm. but again, like ODU doesn't have like that long a history of, of having, you know, a, a football program. So I mean, Neither does Georgia State, and State Southern is very much a thing. So yeah, no. uh, yeah, but they've been playing each other like the whole time. Yeah, I, I will say by the way that I knew this game. Like the, when I when I saw that this game was like being going to be choked, like everyone's going to choke the life out of James Madison. Uh, this was a drive that started in the third quarter at three oh five. Air Force started, and it ended nine minutes and forty five seconds later. They went 17, Hell yeah. 17 plays, forty nine yards, and ended with a field goal. And this was just like like grinding James Madison's face into the ground. That was exactly what that one was. Like, oh, you want you wanted to win this bowl game, James Madison? You wanted a bowl game so bad? Air Force was like, oh, we'll show you. We'll show I you how much you want this bowl game. I, I have altered right. the deal. Pray I do not alter it again. A shout out to the uh, bowl season folks that actually follow us, like the folks in bowl season who you met in the Frisco Bowl, right, Jordan? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Shout out to them. They actually got with the Armed Forces Bowl representatives and they gave us a weight of 65 pounds of the trophy for the that's Armed a, Forces that's Bowl. A, that's a dense fucking trophy that made is, of, made that of is like extra military parts. Yeah, uh, yeah. 65 pounds. So we, we got that on the list. We got to update that graphic eventually. It has a secret laser inside. Then we head to Boise where the Potato Bowl was played. Our boy Spuddy Buddy was out there and Georgia state 45 Utah state 22. This is the Georgia state. I remember this is the fucking Georgia state that, that gives everyone hell. And I'm glad they showed up for another game at the end of the season and absolutely just gave Utah state hell. I have no hate to Utah state, but Georgia state was my baby for a while. And I've been, I feel like I, my baby got beat up about halfway through the season. So for them to come back and win it, I was very happy with them on this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Look, Georgia State had their quarterback Granger. It just he was on fire. Um, Utah State was incredibly banged up. Uh, their their quarterback that Utah State had, Levi Williams, was like leaving school, and this was his last game. He's going to go be a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, I don't. And then like the starter for Utah State was hurt. But this was going back and forth for a good bit. And I was like, yeah, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And then Utah State just couldn't keep up. 
um, and, and then Georgia State went yeah. crazy. And then, you know, the fry dump, which is always amazing. Uh, it was Sean Elliott. It was, it was so good. It's always, it was, so good. it was a 35 point first quarter. It was so awesome. And then Utah State just could not. Hey, Utah State just like, I, I can't keep up. It's just, I, um, it was, oh man, Georgia State was just on fire. I, I want to give a shout out to the Big Sky Conference because they, they kind of put on this bowl. They did, yeah. Yeah, they, they put on this bowl. Shout out to the Big Sky Conference. Also, thank them for sending me a random Christmas gift, which was uh, an incredible amount of crap. Uh, <laughs> but like Big Sky merchandise, I got a Montana Grizzly flag. I got like Big Sky stickers. I'm going to send y'all some stuff. They sent me like like eight bags, eight bags of chocolate. Which are like chocolate-covered gummy bears, which are yeah. very, very Ooh. weird texture. I'm just going to say that. It's like like you bite <laughs> into the chocolate, and it all falls off. And then now you have a gummy bear. It's very weird. Uh, I still have the Montana State Lego bus. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> I haven't yes. put it together yet, like, but I got it. You mean the Montana Lego bus? Or Sorry, Montana. Yeah, no, no, Montana don't get, State. No, don't get <laughs> mad. They, they're going to be mad at you. My, my bad. Go Grizz. Go, uh, so like they, they sent uh, a, so much Big Sky merch. There, there was like some UC Davis like dog stickers. Uh, there were, I mean, like big shy stick. They sent, they always send us a flag from one of their golf tournaments, like a pin flag. I don't know why they do this, but my my son cool. loves it. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but it's, they sent so much stuff. So so thank thank you. Shout out to Tyson and, and the Big Sky Commissioner out there. Just uh, they they rock. I don't I don't know why they sent me the stuff, but. You know, we, we love the Big Sky Conference. It, it's amazing. Got to make another trip to the Big Sky eventually. And and I, I definitely got to get to the Kibbe Dome at, at some point. But I got to I want to kind of do a, a Wazoo Kibbe Dome double if possible. That's your science fiction double feature, right? I think there. we could pull it off. We could. <laughs> Coogs Vandals. Kamish, have you ever watched Rocky Horror? Uh... I feel like I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat and watched the whole thing. Oh, we have an opportunity. Jordan and I are making the same face, listeners. Yes. I yes. I, I know I know like Tim Curry's in it. I know like mm-hmm. songs from it. I know Susan Sarandon. I know Meatloaf's in it too. Yeah. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. I d I, I don't think I've seen the full like I've seen this was like one of the movies that, that was like pulp fiction for me for like the longest. Like okay. I've seen like extended clips of both of them, but like mm-hmm. I've never sat and saw the full thing. I, I've seen the full thing of Pulp Fiction. By okay, the way, that's but, good. That's good. But like I've I've you know I, I finally sat through and did that one, which I didn't realize it was that freaking long. But um, yeah, I've I don't think I've seen the full Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, on the on the off season, off season list. project on the off season yeah. project. Yes, throw it on the Google Doc. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about some games that happened at 6 p.m. on Saturday. Then, uh, two very different games. Let's say it was it was a tale of contrasts. Uh, South Alabama 59, Eastern Michigan 10, and Northwestern 14, Utah 7. Let's go Las Vegas Bowl first. Northwestern wins that one in the most rock fight they could have put on ABC. I feel bad for ABC because I know why they put that on there, being like, "This is our big matchup. It's Big Ten versus Pac-12." And what they got was just two teams absolutely wailing on each other for 60 minutes. It was beautiful. It was great. It was fun. But holy shit, this game. Well, 
I mean, you've got a, a Big Ten team and a West Coast team, and what else do we expect other than the Big Ten West? That's exactly mm-hmm. correct. Now, well, I was like, they're conference mates now. No, Utah's not going to that conference. I'm still having to learn. Sorry. This was just the most, I think Kamish posted, like someone got comp tickets for this and was like, this is going to be a great game. Someone got comp tickets for this. Let's go watch the Las Vegas Bowl. Big lights, big city, and just got 14-7. So there was somebody in our replies. I don't know if this is accurate or not, which again, it's internet. They could be lying to us. There was something with uh, associated with the casino. I can't remember which one it was. Is that they were offering comp tickets to their high rollers at one of the casinos to like 20,000 of their guests Mm -hmm. offering comp tickets to this. And they said nobody cashed it in. They did not believe in Northwestern. They did not believe in David Braun. You know, it it does. It does suck because you have all these like giant state schools in the big 10. And of course you draw the small private school, which is already going to hurt your, your draw. And then you get Utah, which showed up in droves. Like Utah crowd was there, but Utah just couldn't, could do nothing this game. It was, this was, this was a morass again. This is a quagmire and it was beautiful because I had this dual screened with South Alabama 59, Eastern Michigan 10 and the 68 Visitors Bowl and South Alabama Mm -hmm. just put their foot down on the pedal and wailed on Eastern Michigan. And I, I, I'm not being blithe about this because at the very end, some dude in Eastern Michigan took a giant sucker punch at the back of the, a helmeted head of a South Alabama player while they were singing the school song, which is garbage. All the EMU folks are aghast at it too. None of this like, oh, just EMU players like this. Nah, this was one dude who just went completely off rails. Don't hang this on EMU. No, it is. I mean, I, I to be clear, I do not mean to hang this on EMU, but it is weird that EMU guys seem to be fighting because uh, let us never forget the 2019 yeah. uh, quick lane bowl in which quarter EMU quarterback, Mike glass punched a ref. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, this is, this is wild to me because it's like, it's one thing like fighting kind of in the heat of the moment of a yeah. game. Right. Like, I mean, obviously like I would say don't do that either, but like, I get like, if you, if the play is like just ended and you've been like blocking someone or whatever, like I get it. Like it, like things get chippy. Like this was, you know, like, after the game right like players i like the emu players weren't there that's the other thing right like this i don't know what the what the the plan here was right like this dude was just gonna fight all of no South plan. alabama by himself like it was yeah like I, I mean you know in terms of like doing like you know messing around and finding out like i mean they did that the, the always the problem of punching a helmeted player as well. We we which tells you that this was completely impulsive and not planned out because no one yeah, this, with half a brain goes smart. like right. Uh, I, mean, I it went in alone. It's like what was your escape route? Maybe like, he just really wanted wanted to break his hand and then get his ass kicked. I don't know. I, maybe it felt like I, I don't know. I mean, look, Eastern Michigan. I feel your pain as a ULM fan. Uh, South Alabama dropped. 50 plus points on ULM and, and we barely scored anything either. Uh, I understand it. Also, my sister, the Southern Miss uh, alumnus, uh, it feels your pain too because they dropped 50 points uh, on them too. Uh, this was that that weird, let's drop 50 points South Alabama on you uh, that showed up in, in the, the, I don't know. South Alabama had a really weird year. People that were hating on Eastern Michigan 
breaking down the cinder blocks before they enter the field. Like they that's do that different. in every game. That's their that's thing, their man. Thing. Let them do it. Whatever. That's their thing. That's the factory. And this is like Chris Creighton's calling card. This is something that Chris Creighton has taken Eastern Michigan from like the dumps of the Mac, the dregs of the Mac. And the Mac is like incredibly cyclical. Um, normally, like, you know, you can float up to to get uh, six and six in a bowl game. Eastern Michigan, not necessarily the greatest this year. They didn't have a quarterback really uh, much all this year. It was almost like quarterback by committee at some point. And they kind of leaned on defense and special teams. Once once that defense was getting shredded, they, they were kind of uh, doomed. But, like, don't hate on the factory and the cinder blocks. Um, and then it's kind of weird that, you know, uh, I, I love the stat that we had. Like, uh, South Alabama was .1 mile away from their stadium. And mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan was like a thousand miles away, like nine hundred some odd miles away from the stadium. It was just, it it was that whole thing was slanted against Eastern Michigan, and and that's why I kind of had that one as an advisory. I was like, I kind of uh, felt that South Al was gonna come out and get their first bowl win, and when Eastern Michigan does not play San Jose State in a bowl game, they're not gonna win the bowl game. This was you have to guess. This was South Alabama's first bowl win in school history which is amazing. But and, and funnily enough, we had a lot of teams get their first bowl wins. We'll talk about another one in a second. But yeah, I mean, that was great for South Alabama. I I did notice that I posted the picture. I was watching this at my parents' place. Like I got in that night and noticed that the graphic they were using, ESPN was, was using for South Alabama's logo was the lowest resolution version of their logo I could possibly find. It looked like something that had been like copied off a website and had the background taken out. It was hilariously bad. So we got to work on that. Didn't they also, didn't they also use uh, Arkansas's logo for Arkansas state? They did in the pro in the preview for the game, they swapped out. They put it, they put a razor back in there. Close enough. It, we have Arkansas at home. Right. Exactly. Oh, but we have red wolves. Oh no. We have, we have, we have Sam Pittman at home. Oh no. It's Butch Jones. Oh no. I was not up for the Hawaii Bowl because I had driven 10 hours that day. Well, someone tell me what happened here. And besides Tim Beck taking pictures with cheerleaders and then immediately having that picture withdrawn from the record because they realized it was a bad fucking did look. Did I watch this game? Yeah, I totally watched the whole thing. I did not. Uh, yeah, I watched it last, too. This was the last I Hawaii test. I fell asleep at halftime, I think. No, I made I, it to the I, end. Um, I did not. I, I made it to the end of this one. This one was like Coastal and San Jose State. Went into half at seven nothing, and it was the lowest scoring Hawaii Bowl all time. And there was a picture of like dejected Santa, which was which was incredible. Dejected Santa. Let me see. It's like don't be. I think it was like don't be sad, Santa. I think I tweeted that. Let me see if I can find that picture. I, it's funny that I can remember what I tweeted, but uh, the points finally started coming in the second half. It was a little bit. Like Coastal was gonna go run away. It was seventeen nothing, and then San Jose State made it seventeen fourteen. I was really excited. I was like, "Oh, maybe we're gonna get a come down to it." And then uh, Coastal got a touchdown to kind of seal the game at the end, and and they won by ten. So I mean, congrats to Coastal, Tim Beck. Uh, it was a really, 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 really. I mean, fun game, feisty game. It felt weird the whole time because I was just like, "When's Hawaii gonna start playing?" <laughs> right, like I, I see, like Hawaii, the Hawaii field, Bowl without like, Hawaii seems weird. It, it felt it, weird, it weird that there was no Hawaii. It was just 
like I was just waiting for Hawaii to show up because like San Jose State was playing. And I was like, when's Hawaii going to tag in for Coastal and start playing against San Jose State to make it a Mountain West game? And also, it felt weird because it was on like normal ESPN. I wasn't watching it through like this weird app on my phone. Uh, there was not any local Hawaii commercials. All I really got was like dejected Santa. I you got... didn't get to see people drinking milk on the beach? Nobody drinking we... milk on the beach. No spam hamburgers. Spam burgers. Can we call can we call him Santa? Santa, yeah. I mean sad Santa. It was like lowest scoring first half in Hawaii Bowl history. Which I don't know. Coastal had these amazing Hawaii shirts. Hawaiian so shirts. I, I and... really desperately want one of those because they were great. And so as I'm a, as a, you're the one that tweeted that one. Yeah, because as a, as a plus size gentleman, I I have been known to rock a Hawaiian shirt every once in a while. I'm I'm out of that phase. I was way more into it back in the day, but I I was there, and I feel like, I feel like as I get into my my more dad years, I need to go back to Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> they were great. Those were high quality Hawaiian shirts. I would wear one. Yeah, you could like like you could get the XL and like tie it up or something to make it you know, yes. not so baggy on you. But yeah, yes. Exactly. I, I, I really appreciate that. I'm glad I'm glad you all stayed up for it because I had driven 10 hours and I went to sleep. Let's talk about some things we have going on. First off, we have our Discord and Patreon as always for $5 a month. You can join us and yell about games coming up. And in the off season, you can help us brainstorm all sorts of new ideas as well because literally all of the stuff we put out comes from ideas from either us just spitballing in the room or other people shouting things out at us. It's super useful for us and it makes it's, everyone jump in. It, uh, like, like, you know, the name sickos committee is, is we're truly a committee. Seriously. It, I think today when we had pit girl at the military bowl and she's tweeting on the way to the military bowl, uh, then Beth's in Charlotte tweeting and then, then Jordan's tweeting about the giant bee statue. Yeah. Uh, the killer bee statue. And then I'm just like chilling at home tweeting. Everybody's confused. My favorite one was like, oh, whoa, sickos is a girl. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like it, look, our name says sickos committee. And again, we're not calling stuff sickos. Like we're calling ourselves the sickos. Mm-hmm. And then also we're a freaking committee. We are a committee. We had Katie at the Pop-Tarts Bowl, like, tasting menu. We have, I mean, this this is a committee thing. This is not just one of us, even though I'm called the commish. The committee, like, the folks who are in the Patreon with us, like, you generate so much stuff as long as you're, you're just, like, cool and, and not being, like, crazy idiot folks. It was very funny when I was talking to CFB Campus Tour today because he was like, so how many of you are there? And I was like, well, it depends on how you count. There again, we're, we're a committee. Like there, there's so many people behind the scenes that love doing the spreadsheeting stuff. Like they're, they're just uh, data diving uh, on like coordinates of stadiums. And I don't even know what restaurant we got coming up next. They're doing like so much stuff. And I mean, we debate about the, the ratings of the bowl games. The off season is when it's going to get absolutely insane because there's not going to be any football and our minds are just going to be set free from football. And we're going to I'm not, go I'm not allowed really to, crazy. I'm not allowed to call it new content though. Right. Cause if I use the word content, commission starts cringing. It feels weird to say that we generate content. I just want to see that we, we make shit. 
No problem. <laughs> it's like, because I, I don't like, we just make shit up because this is what this whole entire committee thing is, is, is we, I just made this shit up. I started ranking uh, shit and then, uh, then everybody, we all started coalescing into a, mm-hmm. you know, like just random, random ideas converted into this weird committee thing and come join it. It's just five bucks a month. Really? Like, that's, that's you you will get five over. months a, mo- a month five bucks worth of entertainment a month I guarantee yeah, I guarantee it. you that like how much do you pay for a movie nowadays I have not been to the theater in like a year the last thing I saw in a theater was like the Mario Brothers movie and I think that was like fourteen bucks yeah I go on five dollar Tuesdays so uh, I still pay five uh, bucks. Andrew by the way I wanted to mention that I had one of my favorite barbecue things I've ever had this weekend it was smoked brisket tamales. Ooh. And they were Hello. absolutely amazing. From Vargas BBQ in Edinburgh, Texas. Really good. So thumbs That's, up to that. That sounds amazing. They also had and they I, also had a Texas Twinkie tamale. So brisket, bacon, okay. cream cheese, jalapeno, and a tamale, which also got good. So I know how much time it takes to smoke a brisket. And I I haven't done it personally, but I know enough people that says how much it sucks to make tamales. Yeah, it does. So a brisket tamale is the ultimate labor of love. Mm-hmm. Seriously, in the Patreon too is we we got a channel called Cannibals where we talk about like like drinks, uh, like bartending stuff, uh, show your pets, and and like uh, food creations. There, there's a lot of like not necessarily amateur chefs. I, I know uh, the corn correspondent, Mister Andrew, is a barbecue judge, mm-hmm. so like he judge meet like the kansas state meat judging team shout out to them uh you know but really like <laughs> they judge it before i'm cooked before it's it, cooked i judge it after you judge it after that's right you know the before and after we got so many different channels there i mean it is just a great place to be and and we just have a lot of fun uh we just ask if you want to join just don't come in and be a jerk that's it and just be that's cool it. and and hang and, and chill with us and have a good time other things we also have our merch store at sickoscommunity.org we shout out to message board geniuses podcast i was just on there and had a great time talking about all things sickos we also have our youtube channel our instagram our Substack, and lastly homefield apparel is our partner use offer code yes ha 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 yes that's three ha's for 15 percent off your first order and we also are gonna have some uh, shirt of the week matchups going into basketball season as well. So keep an eye out for that as we get into basketball season. Let's move on to. Okay. So it was, was it weird for you guys to not have two game two days without college football at this time of year? A little bit. It, it is a little bit weird when the Hawaii bowl is not on Christmas Eve. Right. Cause traditionally that's a Christmas Eve, at least traditionally is in the last few years. It's a Christmas mm-hmm. Eve thing. So the fact that that wasn't there was bizarre. I was watching NFL, which is weird. I don't know, man. I was desperate. We're just sitting around. Yeah, even my dad was asking me about that, like when the next bowl game were. And I said, I not, was not till look, Tuesday. Look, look, I, I was so desperate for football. I was watching the Browns versus Texans. And I was like, man, Joe Flacco's good. Good God. And then, and then I had to explain to my six-year-old why they were called the Browns. And they did not have a logo on their helmet. I was not happy with this. I was not happy. And I was not happy with the explanation I found online. Hey, NFL, no no father should have to tell his child about the Cleveland Browns before he's ready. <laughs> no parents should have to have that conversation with their child. Talk I to mean, your was, kids about the Cleveland a, Browns. 
It was a really weird, especially the the um, Christmas Eve was a Sunday, and the NBA was completely off as well. So like there really was nothing out there, right? Like I was talking to my family and I was like, let's do all of our Christmas stuff. Let's take care of it all on Christmas Eve because I have nothing better to do, nothing better to watch. And, you know, that's that's how I how we deal with family. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I plan and organized it. So it was, you know, it was just, yeah, there's there's nothing going on. So we got through that. We got through Christmas and then we picked up yesterday with three bowl games, two of which were really fucking fighty. <laughs> but we'll start with the quick lane bowl, Minnesota 30 bowling green 24. I'm look, I, the quick lane bowl is, is slowly like winning my heart. Yeah. Here. I got to give a shout out to the quick lane bowl. Like they are leaning into this. Like they know they're in Detroit. They know they're in Ford field. They, they know, they know what they are. And and I really love this. Shout out to Chicken Sedan. Also, uh, I apologize to our Canadian correspondent Joey, who has cursed for to never make it to this bowl game. Uh, last two, year. years in a row. two years in a row. Last year, last year he tried to drive in like a crazy snowstorm and like wrecked uh, the car. His car. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same car because this car broke down and he had it in the shop and could not get a ride <laughs> to Detroit for this bowl game. So the Canadian correspondent couldn't make it. Shout out to Chicken Sedan. Uh, the the uh, if if you um, if you see a meme on the Twitter account from I think you should leave. That is definitely Chicken Sedan. Uh, <laughs> like every single like I I can't even do. It, but he is so amazing at using those memes and and gifts from that. Um, he's fantastic. He got to meet Goldie the Gopher in this game, which is great. And uh, shout out to the Quick Lane Bowl. They they rock. I mean, the, the Excuse people me. running do, the bowl do, game. Do, 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 uh, breaking news. Break, breaking news. Breaking news. USC has won the Holiday Bowl, forty-two twenty-eight over Louisville. Louisville out here being fraudulent. I, that's Holiday Bowl. Oh. No, not our joke. Not our joke. Not our joke. Can't yeah, do it. And? Not our joke. Can I do also, May, Mayo Bowl? But it's no. true, like. The full cast didn't do it this year. They said can they I, were going to, and I, they pulled it. Can I change it. it up? Spencer had facts. <laughs> can can I uh, like change it? Change the lyrics and make it make it to the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> uh, um, also, did it did it did it did it? Breaking news: Texas A and M has scored points. Ooh, they have scored a touchdown. They looked like they, they it was like a long one too. Like there's an offense there, kind of maybe. Okay. Bowling Green gave Minnesota hell and almost took this damn thing. It came down to the end. And that's all you want in this bowl game. Bowling Green, Minnesota have a rivalry now. I'm going to declare it a rivalry, <laughs> which will piss off Minnesota fans. But man, Bowling Green just is out for blood whenever they play big uh, Big Ten teams. There was, there was one point in the game where Minnesota was just like, Okay, uh, we're bigger than them. Let's just run the damn ball. Yep, <laughs> like, they, and they, they just kept doing it. Do that. Yep. Yeah. They, hey, hey, we got these big linemen, and this is a MAC team that doesn't necessarily have the biggest folks on the the defensive line. And uh, but but shout out to Bowling Green for for fighting the entire game. Um, also, I don't care about the third string quarterback and the fiance that they kept panning to. Yeah. In the game, like I didn't just okay. 
he he came back for one last game, so he couldn't plan a wedding with his fiance. So his fiance had to step up in the wedding planning, and you did not need to give her the Catherine Webb treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a little bit too much there. Okay. Uh, so you could chill a little bit on that, but yeah. How I, about we stop with the Catherine Webb treatment? It's actually kind of creepy. Thanks. Yeah, it's a little weird. I did want to shout out to uh, Connor Onion. Uh, the the commentator who actually shouted out the sickos committee uh, in the bowl game, which is is weird when we get shout outs on ESPN. I'm sure all of our our sickos committee's haters. Do we have a name for the sicko committee haters? Can we like can we like you know? No, they're they're my best friends. I I re- that you love them. Someone some Purdue fan after I posted the Kansas win last night was like lol 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 so sickos bunch of emojis lol 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 and I retweeted it with heart eye emoji and I liked it. It was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, he deleted the tweet. Oh, coward! You fucking yeah, you, coward! You, you, Lean you, into you, it. You you shamed him. No, they, fuck I me. mean they they ratioed the crap out of him. So shout out to the committee members that follow us. It's like fuck it. No, like don't, oh, don't, bevel don't. this, bevel this. I'm like, we bevel every bowl winner for God's sakes. No, it's great, man. I feel like with I feel like with college football naming conventions, right? Like we called it the college football playoff. Like the sickos committee haters is what they're called. No, they're, I thought we call, just called them Friends of Jordan. Friends of Jordan, like, fuck yeah. Of I love them. Jordan. I love them. They're all right. We, that's, that's too creative. They're all right. We suck. It's fine. Like, whatever. It's weird. I, I, I feel like my 90s rap persona that I grew up, like, I never understood how the rappers would always talk about the haters. Mm-hmm. And then now I was just like, okay, I completely understand you, Puff Daddy. I understand why you had all these haters. Master you, P, you and Drake, you and Drake understand it. it right now. Yep, you and Drake, I, you you're, know, you're moody and you're talking about people who don't like you. That's I, that's right. You know, I mean, I, no, whatever, whatever I can do. Uh, I, I, I do think that I do think that Bowling Green needs to have permanent rivalries with the Big Ten now and just take them down I, every year. Look, I, Bowling Green, sorry Air Force, Bowling Green is, is my favorite Falcon. Um, Ooh, I'm bold. a Saints fan. I'm a, look. I am a Saints fan, and if if I love a Falcon, it is very tough to do this. It's Atlanta. Force, I have oh. a shirt. I cannot stand the Falcons. I I hate, I hate all Falcons. It's just like you know me what, not liking what about, squares. What about Super Falcons? You know, I I do love that. Is that Nigeria? Yeah, is that Nigeria? Nigeria, yeah. Nigeria is great. Nigeria national soccer team. Hey, uh, Nigeria's got green, so we're good there. There we go. Back uh, to green. They, I mean, you got the green flag. It's like green, white, green, perfect. That's all commission. As I look at my uh, green headphones, Bowling uh, Green. <laughs> Bowling Green has the chance to knock off Penn State next year in the regular season. Bowling Green has green in the yes. name. Now I just realized this. There we go. I have just gone full laser eyes. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. No, I I love Bowling Green. They turn the ball over a lot. They they fight. They they're just a lot of fun. They're a fantastic Mac team. They're a great watch. They never let me down. Uh, they're a fantastic, fantastic Mac team. Shout out to Bowling Green. It sucks that you had to lose two one possession quick lane bowls. Yeah. Next year, can you get into a bowl game that that you? I want you to win. I don't care. I I want Bowling Green to win a bowl game next year. Please, and, con- and congrats to Minnesota, who got to a bowl game based on good grades and won the damn thing. People, people kept asking. Good job, Darren. People kept asking, like, do five and seven teams get in? Or sorry, five and six. Or God, you know what I mean. Five and seven teams get into bowls, and like, yeah, it happens not super often, but it does. And they tend to win more often than not because Ooh. they usually get drawn against again, like a MAC team that 
they can just bully sometimes. It doesn't always happen, but it's happened in the past. Yeah, well, a lot of times the teams that have really good APR scores are also the teams that tend to have a lot of resources to put into their exactly. programs that help their players get good grades. And so that tends to be teams that went five and seven, but might have some advantages over some, yeah. you know, teams in some group of five conferences. Next game, the first responder bowl at not that Gerald Ford Stadium at SMU. Texas State 45, Rice 21. Texas State wins their first bowl game in school history and their first attempt. Woo! And uh, this was a one out of one. This was one this was a fighty one. fucking game. I didn't know Rice and Texas State had beef, but man, they tried to. And seriously, I I want no, I want every single bowl game that takes place in Texas has to take place between just Texas teams. It's great. And it's nuts. And the the best part about this one was we had a bowl game run out of beer because SMU Stadium. I think got the normal amount and didn't assume the entirety of San Marcos would be showing up because it looked like it was fucking hopping. That stadium was crazy. So the SMU no, they, side was out of beer first. Then they went yeah. to the they went to the rice side and drank yeah. them dry like locusts. The the Texas State side, like I think one section, like Reddit CFB was there. You would have been at this game if you weren't down with yeah. your uh I think he went to this game last year. No, I've, but ne- like, I've never been because I'm always traveling during this stupid game because it's always the day after yeah. Christmas. So, like, like this one was nuts. And the, so the Texas State fans that I, I knew that, that, that let us in Sweet 11 for this one, they went up to the game and, like, they were – like, Texas State is the party school in Texas. Like, if you want to go to a party – and you want to go have a good time in college, not really give a crap about grades or whatever. You just there to party. Texas State is the school for you. And they really never had much to, I don't think they did much in the FCS time frame. They were good, but like they didn't necessarily like go deep in the playoffs or anything I mean, they were, like that. They were winning D2 championships back in the day. They've won D2 yeah. championships. But that, I mean, long time ago. But I mean, they are, I think I went to one game that, ULM was was like one in eleven, and they had just fired their coach, and they were like two and two and ten, or like two and nine, or something. And it was a Thursday night game, and I I go park in the parking lot. The parking lot is packed, like the tailgate is just packed. And then I go in the stadium. There's nobody in the stadium, and so I'm like, this is Texas State for real. And those folks finally had a chance to like celebrate. And and they went nuts and more power to them. It was an absolute blast of a game. And it said Rice give it a good fight in the first half, and then they just ran out of steam. GJ Kinney was pulling out all the stops and just ran over them. Texas State, I I am really excited about. The, like I had trouble in this team because both of these teams. If you've been heard me on this podcast this, this season, I love both of these teams. I have a lot of love for both of these teams, and to have them play each other was exciting. I knew someone was going to have to win. I assumed Texas State was going to be that team. Uh, I will say, shout out to the mob. The mob, the Rice, the Marching Owl Band got to go to this game. They did a tribute to the Pac-2 during halftime, which was great. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. They're always a great thorn in that side of teams. The Texas State Band, by the way, is amazing. Uh, Their music department is very good and puts out a lot of great music teachers. So I got to shout them out as well. Their band is great. It sounded fun. I, whatever. This was a great game. I'm glad that the tailgate scene was apparently was crazy on the boulevard at SMU. 
perfect game, great location. Loved this. And then a lot of y'all went to sleep on this one. Kansas 49, UNLV 36. Let's talk about this. This game, Kansas had 216 yards of penalties. That's so many. 216. And let's talk about my my trip that evening. Because I was sitting on my parents' couch. They, everyone had gone to sleep. And Reddit CFB posted that the record for penalties was 199 yards. And they were going to break it. And I went, that doesn't sound right. Let me double check. So I find the NCAA record book. And it says that Arizona State had 238 penalty yards in a game against San Jose State, I believe, back in like the 70s or whatever. But then I posted that and someone responded, no, that's wrong. The game was scored incorrect. The penalties were marked incorrectly and the NCAA has never fixed it. And he provided me a newspaper article that told me so. Because it was 13 penalties for 238 yards. And if you think about that, there's no way it happens. 13, you can't go 13 for 238. So it was 13 for yeah, one. That math doesn't so it was 13 for 138. So the NCAA record book has been wrong this whole time. Hmm. And so all of a sudden, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Their penalty numbers are getting higher. I'm trying to figure out, are they going to cross a threshold of like record books? And the, the broadcast isn't mentioning it. So I think they didn't have an answer either. The thing I, the, the closest I can find and someone gave me an article for was that Houston managed a game with, I believe like 230 yards of penalties against Arizona state and won it back in the nineties. Uh, but they also could, I also couldn't find a bowl record either, but the closest thing I could think of is I know the Miami cotton bowl from 91. They had 202 yards of penalties in that game. So when they crossed the 202 penalty mark, I put a big celebratory post up because that was the only threshold I could think of to celebrate. But I spent hours that night during the game trying to figure out like what, what happened. If you guys look at the box score, I dropped in both teams had 22 first downs. It doesn't say it here, but like, Half of UNLVs were because of Kansas penalties. It was take them any way you can get them. Kansas had 591 yards of offense, and still almost lost. Like this game was still 49 to 36 because they gave them two football fields of penalties. Kansas also turned the ball over three times. It was it was an insane fucking game, guys. This game was off bonkers because there was one there was one UNLV drive where three quarters of the yards were penalty yards because of the Kansas defense there were eight or nine personal fouls might have been more it was it was crazy this is a Kansas team that has not been penalized like this all season this is not a bad boy team this isn't Miami with you know excessive celebrations at the Cotton Bowl like guns up running out the stadium this is just Kansas it was great. Yeah, I mean, I think on on the penalties, I have an idea, right? You know how sometimes in like, I like wrestling or boxing or something, you'll have like a unification thing where you're trying to get like things lined. So we need a team to step up and get you know 240 penalty yards in a game. Someone's got to do it. I'm nominating you, Florida State, in the Orange Bowl. I think that would be a good use of your time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but. 
you know, just someone, someone's got to step up. We got to fix this right now. Well, also, by the way, UNLV also had a hundred yards of penalties themselves. So this was just like nothing about this game was normal. I have a tweet on, on this one. It says, so in case anybody didn't know the guaranteed rate bowl, which is spiritually the home of the original cheese it bowl Mm -hmm. between UNLV and Kansas had 315 yards and penalties called between both teams with 216 yards called on Kansas alone. The yardage total was just two yards shy of the total combined penalties record. So close. So close. Um, I really wish that the ref for the guaranteed rate bowl was the exasperated ref we had at the Texas State, the Texas State, State Rice oh, game. That, that dude like, was that like exasperated. That God. old man ref was so fed the fuck up oh, in just, that game. It's all okay. That dude like, and that dude. Fuck it. I, I don't care. That, I hate. Oh God. Like he hated life so much. <laughs> Calling that game. He was so fed up. Also, he's like, "Why the hell am I referencing?" So, so at, this guy? The, at the at the at the at the uh, sorry, first responder bowl, they lost communications. The the coaches did. So all that no fancy headsets. new tech, no headsets, no headsets. And then at the guaranteed, they break, never got them back either. Nope. And then like the, you would think it would just be down for a little bit. No, no, first responders. No, 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 no first responder headsets. And then for the first half of the guaranteed rate bowl. They didn't have a ref with a mic. So all these penalties are racking up and they're having to signal them and hope that the folks in the booth are having to interpret it. And people were giving them a lot of shit about this. But like, guys, on the fly, it's hard to catch these things anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's. it led to one of your greatest tweets of that night, too. It said 15 yards for D's. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's just he had the ref signaling down mm-hmm. for a top block. Fifteen yards for these nuts. Uh huh. Anyways, blocks. this was the this pair of games was fucking great. It was it was fighty. It was weird. There were penalties like crazy. Kansas wins their first. Texas State wins their first bowl game ever. Kansas win their first bowl game since twenty two thousand eight. I think two thousand nine. It's great. UNLV has one of the best seasons of all time for their program. Rice has a, a back-to-back bowl game season in, I think, for their third time, I think, in 100 years. Four teams that are just really doing great. Love it. It was a great day. We talked about the military bowl, and we talked a little about the Mayo Bowl already. I just want to add that the Mayo dump was amazing. It was beautiful. It cascaded. Oh, what was the West Virginia radio call that Beth got? Uh, for that one, it says like Neil Brown is sitting in the chair, like he's about to be executed, mm-hmm. like he's preparing for because he had his quarters <laughs> to whatever like zipped up around his neck, and he was like, <laughs> like just hunched over, just like I don't want to be, I don't want the mail to get inside the quarter zip to the layers below, which was incredible. It's gonna just be uh, so great. A lot of our followers were complaining about the hat. That we should ban hats from the mayo dump, but then you wouldn't get that beautiful spread. Like part of the fun, I do. Would... I do love the the halo. Yeah, at least, beautiful... at least Neil Brown didn't do like the noggin boss thing, like Michael Oxley did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll give you that. And then they need the hat just in case the dump hit Shane Beamer, the original. Oh, that's dump. Right. So we had three dumpers. Mm-hmm. We've had three dumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then people were complaining to mentions that the mayo was watered down. I'm like, yes, it has to be you watered have down. To. Otherwise, like, but, have you also, tried to like, but imagine picking it up and flipping it over. Have you tried to pour mayo out of a jar? Yeah. It comes it's out just... as a glomp. Like um, a big <laughs> idea, idea, idea here. We have the Dairy Queen. We have the Dairy Queen bowl. But when they turn the thing over your head, oh, it doesn't blizzard. come out. It doesn't come out. Yes. yes. There we go. <laughs> DQ. Um, that's what I like about bowl season. I forgot to mention this earlier. Shout out to the kid who was like, I don't know, maybe like ten or eleven, who was sitting in front of me at the military bowl wearing a VT noggin boss the entire game. <laughs> Love it. See, I, I kind of like the Noggin Boss once because it just really dates it. Like, oh, this is the year this happened when you go back and see the mm-hmm. commercials or, or the, the, the replays, whatever. Um, I just want to add one thing. I also forgot to mention about the Military Bowl. I like that we've we had like, I think the Military Bowl. I don't I don't know if it was the first time because I think there was a bank that sponsored it at one point, but um, no military sponsor mm-hmm. but the game did have drones so yes. we still had the uh military industrial complex wait i thought they weren't allowed to have did they have no drones outside the stadium oh, well that's why people were pictures of the no drone sign that's i like that that's cute that's why that was noteworthy that's cute uh, and we also said Louisville, Louisville lost to usc tonight and texas a&m is currently behind to oklahoma state with how much time left folks uh, 1310 and ticking. Okay, there we go. Uh, we yeah, can, so did we, do we want to talk about the, the eggnog? So they're going to, so did they dump eggnog? I didn't see the video. I, I, I can't find it. I, like, I'd have they to go online. They're going to dump eggnog. I am still searching. Where is the eggnog? Okay, there it Holiday is. Bowl. Okay, I see, I see it. I see it. I got it. Okay, let's see. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's, it's not, it's not direct TV. Like, Dump a dump, dump. I voted for mini tacos. I, there's gotta be it's better like things slow for San motion. Di- There's gotta be better things for San Diego. Oh. What? No, it won the poll. Like they I know, put four options, and we we really pushed for eggnog out of those four options. I there do like that great. they called it the noggining. Okay, that's cute. But like, it's direct TV. Like dump dump broken satellite dishes out. I don't know. Do something. Dump fees on him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, burn. Got you, DirecTV. Fucking got you. I, I, I look. I they love, don't sponsor us. I love it. It's sponsor. And now they never will. <laughs> they will. They follow us on 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 Twitter. We're good. We're good with them. We're cool. The other fun things, like Beth said, they also at the Mayo Bowl had like a mayo eggnog recipe. I need to. I need to get the mayo nachos recipe because. Matt Berry and uh, Dan Mullins were calling <laughs> this game, and even Matt Berry was like, "I'm not doing this." Like, just flat out refused. Matt Berry was like, "I'm out. I'm done." I assume the recipe is just take nachos and put mayo on it. Looked, it. it looked, I, like, I, it looked like a lotte because it had like little cotija cheese yeah, on top and some did. cilantro. So the lotte, like, like, lotte like a, nachos would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a garlic habanero mayo, and I was like, "Dude, I gotta get some of that shit." My uh, grocery store only has the plain uh, Duke's Mayo. I will say I got the avocado oil, but I, I you have to order from from Duke'sMayo.com, I think. Uh, uh, Harry Lyles Jr., who's one of my favorite sideline reporters, he did the best thing was after Neil Brown got the mayo dumped on him. He was interviewing him, and then Harry gets some fries, wipes mayo off Neil Brown, and eats the fries. <laughs> And just in one I, motion, look, it was so good. Dude, look, when when Neil Brown said, "Hey, do you think Harry Lyles needs a hug?" I was like, "Neil, hug him." 
hug him, hug him, <laughs> Neil. Yep. But but Neil didn't do it. Coward. Uh, coward. So, so shout out to Neil uh, for not doing that because that'd have been great. But uh, again, hey, Neil decided to do ten thousand dollars, which they give the charity for this mail dump. The mail bowl donated ten thousand dollars to the food bank uh, in Morgantown, which is great. And I'm like, Mayo, Mayo, Sickos Committee, we're doing food drives. Let's go. Let's go. Let's keep it up because I mean, let's do it. I mean, it's it's for a great cause. I, I would get dumped with mayo. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, let's let's put that out there. I don't know that we can get that much mayo, but we can make at least some of that happen. I mean, the commission like, would like at one jar. <laughs> I mean, if it next year, if we go, you know, wherever's the Sickos National Champions, which I I, I don't know why I feel like Iowa's going to three peat, but. Uh, <laughs> What about like a mayo dunk tank? Ooh. No, we we talked about that with the we mayo. We need a lot of mayo. For no, no, no. That. <laughs> that would be a no, lot no, of mayo. No, no. Uh, we talked about that with with the Miller that that works with the mayo bowl. Um, he says that the smell is is kind of too much. <laughs> oh, I believe um, it. I forgot about the that. Smell is too I, much. I will say, I will say, Neil Brown, I think, was the least enthusiastic coach yet. I think three coaches have done this right. We've had Shane Beamer, Mike Loxley, and. Yep. Neil Brown and I feel like Neil Brown was like the least enthusiastic about the mail. Like he was very he like much mayo, so he was very much like the whole time. Like, well, I guess I got to do this, and you know, it's for a good cause. Like, it, well, was, it was he was not excited. Dude, to last have last it year's Duke's Mail Bowl, if I remember correctly, both teams were basically playing to lose that game. I remember it being basically two teams mm-hmm. desperately trying to not get dunked in mayo. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know that anybody. Anybody wants to be the mayo donkey? I think we all want to watch the mayo get dunked. Can you yeah. can you imagine Max's skin after a mayo bath though? It'd be so smooth and so soft. Oh, did you see the things I was posting from the potato the potato bowls webpage about their potato like mask like their potato face masks and everything? They have a whole beauty. No, okay, I'll pull them up for you guys later on. But they have a whole potato beauty regimen that we're going to try this off season as well. We don't have a ton of time, but I do want to preview some games going forward just to talk about them a little bit. Tomorrow, we've got Fenway Bowl, which is Boston College SMU. Pinstri- Reminder that that's a conference game next year. Oh, fuck. Woo. God. It's also on at 10 a.m. Although, oh, you God, won't, yes. although you won't know this. Okay, never mind. Well, let's not preview these games because this isn't coming out until after that game is okay out. So, anyways, that's 10 a.m. Central tomorrow. Uh, then we have the Pinstripe Bowl. Grish will be there. That's Miami versus Rutgers. The Pop-Tarts hey. Bowl, Pop-Tarts Bowl, which is going to be Katie will be there and Melanie, her friend. That's Kansas State and NC State. And then the Alamo Bowl, oh, 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 which Grish will hopefully be at if everyone, no one dies at his house anymore. If we can get, okay. Um, what's, what's the, what's the thing they do for Passover? It's lamb's blood over the door. Is that what we need to Something, do? Something, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've been kind of. Like whatever's going on this year, like just lift the curse from Commission's house, please. Twenty twenty four, baby. We're back in twenty twenty four. Yeah, this year is almost over, Commission. So it'll get I, I'm soon. planning on being at the Alamo Bowl. I have a Sickos Committee dad hat. Uh, they've given me credentials for this. They're giving me a parking pass. I'm like, let's 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 go. I'm excited for this. I am planning on being there. Um, I missed the Frisco Bowl with with food poisoning. It's gonna be tomorrow, and I'm just like less than 24 hours away and i'm like please just let me go i i want to go i want to go i want to make it happen you know the the wife went down with covid for uh like a little bit before christmas Ugh. so i am just 
like we are basically just isolating inside the house. So I've been dealing with two kids by myself for these past few days, trying to tweet through this. And I am just begging to make this. So if you see tweets from the Alamo Bowl, Commission made it. Commission has been isolating, wearing masks inside the house, ventilating the windows, just trying to do this. Commission hopes he makes it. Uh, it's like for real. I got like you. I'm like, please just let me go. I'm excited. Uh, it's gonna feel weird because like what Beth got. I'm going to see two ranked teams. Yeah, like rank like ten and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember the days of the fish tank. I remember the days of. Arizona and the fish tank losing to NAU, the Lumberjacks. I remember that. So to see them uh, get to this point of an Alamo Bowl, which is kind of huge for them. Uh, And then, like, Oklahoma had a really down year last year, and they kind of got screwed out of a a New Year's Six Bowl. But the Alamo Bowl is kind of – I kind of feel like they need to throw it into – the New Year Six. Don't, no, don't, no, 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 don't mess with it. Because don't mess with it. Because because remember, this is what happened. So if you remember, this is what the Cotton Bowl used to be. Because remember, the Cotton Bowl wasn't in the BCS Bowl, and so it always had a very banger matchup because it always included like the best of the rest of Big Twelve and SEC. And then yeah. when it got in, you because then you get tie-ins and you have to get locked into certain things. The yeah, Al- you got like the weird matchups, like like Memphis versus Penn State or something. Right. So the Alamo Bowl being outside that can just pick a fun Big Twelve team and a fun Pac twelve team or whatever it's going to be in the future. Pick a Big Sky team. I don't fucking know. But like this, I mean, let's go Idaho State. Oh, Idaho State would absolutely just man. Idaho State Orange. fans in fucking San Antonio. Would oh, destroy that city, Jesus Christ. Pocatello would just, just, just merge. Yeah, or, or just normal Idaho fans, like the entire city of Moscow would be down here. Uh, so yeah, Kamish, I hope you get there. God bless, survive it. I'm just, I'm praying y'all, y'all send good vibes. And if you see tweets from the Alamo Bowl tomorrow night on 28th, I made it, and just, I'm, I'm just hoping. Please, please, Lord, let me make it. There you go. Other games coming up. On Friday, we have the Gator Bowl, which is Clemson, Kentucky. The Sun Bowl, which is Notre Dame, Oregon State. A sold-out Sun Bowl. They have sold that shit out, which is amazing. And a bunch of people will, let's see if all those people in the stands. Nothing annoys me more than folks in the timeline being like, look at all those empty seats at this bowl game. You know what? Like, guys, chill out. Seriously, like when somebody's like, there's nobody at the game. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's I don't Tuesday. Like, I don't, no, you know. no, no, no. Like when somebody says like empty seat picks or whatever, I'm just like, I, we don't care. We're we're watching the game no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody is like a, a, a sicko like ourselves. Like they're not. We're not the mainstream people. Like we don't go to all these games. We try. We would love to mm-hmm. join our Patreon and help us. Uh, you know, again. <laughs> We would love to go to these games. We would love to be at these random Tuesday bowl games in Shreveport or I was hey, like I was I was fucking there in Shreveport. I was at those. Be Again, more specific. We would we would love to be at we these have, games. We would love to be at all of them. Yes, all of them. Every we single game. We would love game. to be at the Hawaii Bowl. Yes, send us to the Hawaii Bowl. Send us to the Hawaii Bowl. Easy post. Ship us there. Uh, but you know that's all we can afford. How many, how many stamps, Commission? Oh. How many stamps? Oh, I'm a lot. Christ. I'm a lot. Hey, if it if it fits, oh, wait, it we ships. are not body shaming here. If it fits, it ships. 
I, Jordan, you get sent back because you're too thick. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> I can't be sorted. I, can't be, I have to be manually but sorted. I don't care. Like, somebody's like, in our replies, I'm like, do you understand where you are? You are with the Sickos Committee, and you're replying to us about empty seats. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. We're watching the game no matter what. We don't care. We don't care about MTC picks. We like the account. It's great. But like for NFL games, that's fine. Oh, yeah. But for college rip football on, games. Rip on NFL all you want, guys. Rip on the NFL games. It's great. Whatever. Well, and also like the economics behind especially these bowl games, like their TV properties, yes, exactly right? right? Yeah. Like yep. these games will be profitable with no one in the stands. I mean, and like, like we actually do have evidence of that from COVID, but the whole point of these midweek games is so like because people are watching during the day when they should be working right or maybe you have it off i don't know but like in between christmas and new year's right like it's something to have on mm-hmm. uh anyway some bowl sold out it's great i'm super excited for that the liberty bowl is iowa state versus memphis memphis gets a home game for that one this one is should be like sneaky fun i'm i'm really excited for the liberty bowl because it's always a chaos game. And then... The hotter the hot. The, the colder, colder the cold. cold. And then a cotton bowl that's too... Ex- like that's, that I think I'm priced out of. I'll double check for tickets as we get closer. Because I'll try to go to it, oh, if, it if it gets cheaper. Dude, but like Mizzou... Missouri, Mizzou, Missouri, Mizzou is hyped to they be are. here. And, and shout out to Mizzou. Because again, uh, we love to see like the teams that are Sicko's favorites. Like they make the sickos rankings and then they get out of it and they go and they're actually like ranked and good. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mizzou for this. I feel like Ohio State doesn't give a crap about any of this game whatsoever. Like uh, half their team is in the portal right now too. I mean, half is in the portal. They, they're the Honda McCord went to Syracuse. Go to Syracuse. I I I need to get the fuck to Syracuse to see a game. I yeah. I need to go to Syracuse. I need to go. Um, I'll meet you there. It's only three hours. Okay, I'll I'll definitely do that. I'll fly in the Pittsburgh and drive to Syracuse or whatever, or don't Buffalo, Pittsburgh. whatever. Don't yeah, don't drive to Syracuse from Pittsburgh. That is a long. No, drive. whatever. That's <laughs> that's the long route. I think I'll fly to Buffalo, whatever, um, or fly to Albany and drive across the entire upstate New York, uh, but whatever. No, I don't do that. Either. I don't think Ohio State cares about this game. I don't. I don't. I don't think they do, but Mizzou does, and okay. Mizzou. That, that's Mizzou fun. Very for much us. cares about this game. No, you know what's funny? It's like I love bowl games in bowl season for this. Like Ohio State, not motivated whatsoever. Mizzou, very mm-hmm. motivated. When when the ball is kicked, let's see what the fuck happens. The ball is kicked. Now, okay. The ball uh, Saturday, is kicked. December 30th is the Peach Bowl. Ole Miss versus Penn State. The Music City Bowl. Auburn versus Maryland. Oh, God, that one. <laughs> Not, hey, wait, that's, you, start, you know that's starting off Commission's dad's birthday right. And that Auburn is, versus Maryland. That is on <laughs> that is on God's own ABC too. That's not happy, on ESPN. Oh happy happy oh birthday, God. Dad. I got you the Music City Bowl. The Peach Bowl is on ESPN. <laughs> the Music City Bowl is oh. on ABC. Oh, oh. What's weird to me is that the Peach Bowl is at eleven. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck is the Peach Bowl a nooner? Oh, Miss is. It, I don't know. Does, to, does Atlanta Miss? not feel like a noon city to you? No, I mean, no, it doesn't. Peach it Bowl doesn't. was a night game. You know what's funny? Peach Bowl used to be like that 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 game that was right before New Year's. Yeah, 
Um, it was like that last game that that led up to New Year's before all the New Year's Six and stuff happened. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Lane Kiffin because he's going to be drinking peach mimosas before Hell the yeah. game. Bellini. That's right. Hell uh, yeah. Bellinis. Peach, peach Bellini mimosas for Lane Kiffin. Him and, and drinking up all the transfers in the transfer portal. Hey, hey, pick girl. Do you want to guess anything about Auburn and Maryland? Do you have any it's, premonitions? It's going to be so fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's going to be uh, I'm, I'm so, so stupid. And I have watched very little Auburn football this season because as you know, I have sworn off Auburn except for the iron bowl, which was incredibly amazingly stupid in the best way. Uh, this is going to be stupid in the bad way. Yep. And then at 3 p.m., the Orange Bowl, Florida State versus Georgia. Florida State has lost everyone. Georgia has lost a bunch of people, too. Neither of them want to really be here. This is this one could get just like 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 I it could be a blowout, but I don't know what direction. I don't know, man. I would be yeah, very this... surprised if it were a blowout in the non-Georgia direction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like the, you know, I know we say all football is good football, but like if like literally none of the players actually want to play a game, like that might be where I draw. Like if the players are like, oh, we don't want to play. That might be where I'm like, okay, like maybe, maybe not this one. I have an official recommendation for this though. Don't watch this game on TV. Listen to the Florida state radio broadcast. Oh, um, because Winner. Those like those guys get aggrieved. They take it personally yeah. when there's like a holding call, Hell you know. Yeah. And this will be like the first, obviously, the first game since FSU got left out of the playoffs. So I have I have no idea what they're going to be on. Where uh, you listening on, to that, Arthur? Uh that's on the. You can get it on the Varsity app Perfect. on your phone. There you go. Which is where I have been listening to a lot of games this bowl season. Mm-hmm. Get that plug in. Same. You're welcome, Hartzell. There we go. And then. We also have the Arizona Bowl, Toledo versus Wyoming on the CW. Uh, Regularly scheduled reminder, though, to mute this one and listen to it streaming well, on the Varsity Sports app. Yep, find, find, the, find the radio calls on these. That's going to be your better choice for this game. I feel like uh, I, I, I I just want there to be I want there to be so much yellow in this game. Oh, yeah. I hope just to give me all the fucking yellow, yellow, in this game. yellow and brown. I, just so much yellow, and I, brown. yellow and brown. I want like like there's gonna be blue and yellow, navy blue and yellow, and there's gonna be yellow and brown. I just want Toledo to come out and and all yellow, and Wyoming have yellow pants and white. I don't know who's home or away, but just give me all the freaking yellow mm-hmm. and 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 just just so much yellow. I want so much yellow on the screen that your eyes hurt. To watch this one and you have to put on those blue light glasses yeah so you can watch the the yellow screen and then listen Alexa, to it. play cold play <laughs> and then on new year's Day, all yellow we do not point of order yeah, go ahead. there's no nightcap on saturday there's not why well, no nightcap uh, uh boo. because yeah that's that's weird because it's not like it's new year's eve like this is december right. 30th no, but, so but you new, think like new year's eve they always have nightcaps. Saturday night we've celebrated new year's watching football games a bunch lately. Yeah, I got to watch Georgia miss a kick at the stroke of midnight. I remember that. Was, I, that I remember that. That, that was kick. that was Ohio State. For, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, in the yeah. Georgia game. Yeah. Uh, Those were a lot of fun TikTok videos uh, that that came on the Twitter timeline. That was, that was a lot oh of yeah. Fun. Is there like a big NFL game or something? Because that's I don't understand why there's Sunday no night, night game. The Peach Bowl. The Peach Bowl could be like a five thirty or six o'clock game, and it's not. And I don't no, understand why. They, they the college football world has seeded. 
everything to the NFL. And I'm just like, you didn't I got even you. try. I, you just gave it I got it up. you. I got you. It is Lions Cowboys. Oh. It's Lions Cowboys. That's what it is. And then New Year's Eve this year is entirely Gross. NFL. But fine, whatever. Because that means we get the best thing. Well, that that's also a Sunday, though. So that's... Right. But yeah, like, I get there. Well, we get we get the amazing thing. And, and actually, is... one thing one thing I want to add to right real quick on that Saturday night is that yes, there might not be any college football, but the Detroit Pistons are playing oh, at uh, six o'clock Eastern oh, against the Raptors. So if you have League Pass like me, you're covered. Okay, can I can I do a quick apology? Because on the timeline, I noticed someone posted that the Pistons were up. Going into the fourth against the Nets, and all I did was I no, yeah yeah this I all I did was this was in ca- in the fourth yeah like it was like like seven minutes left they were up by like I just four. I screen capped it and I put a little eyeball emoji, and the minute I did it, the wheels came off the piston truck. And no, they they went on a scoring drought right away. Yeah, it was great. Like, like four minutes as soon as you posted. Jordan, you should know better by now. Know you gotta know now. better. Like you, you jinx things, and it's just like I'm yelling at him inside the Discord. Like, why? Why did you do this? And then, but okay, they set the record. Let's just let them. And, and then, I, them then I posted my. Uh, I posted the, the to, to be mean to myself. I posted the yeah. go, the goose emoji, the angry goose emoji of. We got a lot of likes for. What that, was the file Jordan. score, Jordan? What was the fucking file score, Jordan? Uh, yeah, us yelling at you. It's yeah. great. No, I mean honestly, the one the one thing I gotta say though, Pistons they have now the single season record, but they still have to set the record across multiple because there's a I think it's what twenty eight games is the record across multiple seasons. Mm. They still have a few more losses to go to be like totally alone in the record books. I think though, since I've been watching these bowl games, the next game the Pistons win, they should dump Wingstop on their head coach Monty Williams because Wingstop has the promo every time the Pistons win. In like Detroit area wing stops, you can get five free boneless wings the next day. Well, you know, <laughs> so nobody's gotten any. So many hungry fans. It's, you know what's funny? I know, it's it's you know funny, what's funny. Tr- like they have to promote this like as a deal. Like whoa, oh, like look, look, deal look, look. Get- hey, the Pistons play the Celtics tomorrow night before this podcast comes out. The Celtics are twenty three and six. It's in Boston. The Pistons are two and twenty eight. Um. The You're telling thing, me the Pistons have the opportunity to do the funniest they thing They have all time? the funniest thing. They have the opportunity to do the funniest thing of all time is to beat the Celtics in, in Boston. It's in Boston. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, it's in Boston. And it'll be on NBA TV. So if you have that in your – you, you mo- might not need uh, League Pass. You might be able to get that on your cable. This would be the funniest thing ever. I, I'm almost willing to call this. For the for the Pistons to, to beat God. the Celtics Good in Boston, God. and just the the ultimate Boston Celtic fan explosion once the Pistons win this game, it if, would be if so. If this good. happens, I'm not in Detroit, so I like I won't get free Wingstop. But like I'll just go get Wingstop. I'll get Wingstop too if it happens. So uh, if they Yo, do, well, it, I'll do it too done and then there is no wing stop near me also beep 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 breaking news texas a&m has just doinked a 51 yard field goal in Ooh, what's the score so, what's the score 23 31 five minutes left okay so uh you know 
keep an eye on it. Well, two days later, I, listeners, we're going to do our usual so thing. one possession game. We're going to do our usual thing. And then basically go like on January 1st, there are some bowl games. I guess people are interested in there's the rely quest bowl. LSU, Wisconsin, the citrus bowl, which should be fun. Iowa versus Tennessee without Joe Milton. No, uh, no, the Tennessee fans are hyped that the young quarterback is starting. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for the young quarterback to be like, Hey, go against Iowa's defense. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy going into that that fucking have fun in Orlando. Wood chipper. Um, I don't I don't know who's gonna win this game. I I I really really rooting for Iowa to win this yeah. game. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Just just <laughs> I because am. I want I want the Ferrans yes embrace the father son Ferrans embrace the emotional cheese it citrus bowl Ferrans embrace and I want that and and let's raise more money. For the Francis. The it, Tennessee anyway. message board meltdown. Also. Oh, God. It would be so good. They were so mad when they drew Iowa in yep. this game. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the Fiesta Bowl, which is Liberty and Oregon. And then the two semi... Is that how you pronounce it? Semi-final games? I don't know. There is the Rosé Bowl, which is Alabama and Michigan. Oh, I don't I don't know. I, th- I think we're out of time. Oh, we're you're right. Yep, done. The Brose Bowl yep. and the Sugar Dome. Uh-huh. And the Sugar Dome. Folks. The Sugar Dome. I don't think we're I don't think we're recording on New Year's Eve. No, we are not recording on New Year's Eve. Uh, so we will be back on January 2nd, tentatively. Yep. Um, we may be back on a normal schedule for that. Yeah. Uh, we may I, I believe on the twenty uh, the second we're gonna have uh Catherine, our resident normie. Uh, football reporter <laughs> to preview the national championship game, which may or may not uh, matter too much. And we're going to go over the, the bowl games that we just talked about. So uh, again, donate, donate, great cause, uh, donate, donate, donate. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mayo bowl more again, because it was amazing. Uh, and Beth will be home. And thank you Again, so much for being something. I, I'm looking for something funny to say, but I, I need somebody to set me up. Uh, uh, hey, Kamish, uh, what do you feel about what do you feel about D's bowl games? 